Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I chat with Jillian Bolands. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I will bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. All right, so Jillian is a life and a business coach, a writer, speaker, and facilitator. She also hosts True You Live, an inspirational self-discovery in-person event, as well as hosts the Morning Sunshine with Jillian Bolands podcast. So you guys have to check out her work. Like she is amazing. Her podcast is such um, a fun show. I always love her solo episodes. They're just great little nuggets into her life and the inspiration that she draws from just daily actions. So we're going to talk about all of that stuff. We're going to talk about feminine energy, goddess energy, masculine energy, and um, you know, bringing that into into our lives and how we both have kind of done that over the past year. And so um, and being okay with evolving. So that's also something that we talk about is you know just knowing that we're on this path. We're always on this path, and you know we kind of choose to do with it. You know what what we will. And um, Jillian is such a great light in guidance along that journey. So hopefully you guys enjoy this as much as I did. Um, so without further ado, here is today's episode. All right. Welcome back to the Peaceful Power Podcast. Today, I'm super excited. I have Jillian Bolands with me and we are going to chat all things like femininity, goddess energy, all of the fun stuff. So we're going to just kind of dive into this conversation, but I want to first have you, Jillian, introduce yourself and tell us kind of um, a little bit about your background story. Cause I don't even know if I know that much about like how you came to what you're doing right now. Yeah. So awesome. So I am Jillian Bolands and oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Like, Oh, so fun. So I am a mama of two little boys. I am the wife of my incredible husband who I just love. <laughs> like I can't even describe. He's just incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, I am a life and a business coach. How I stepped into this role with what I'm doing now, and I will I will go out and say that I'm doing my soul's work now. And when I say life and business coach, it's just so fun because it's all encompassing of everything. We get to like go there. I am super interested in helping people step into their truth, really understand who they truly are, start to trust that in themselves, start to um, step up and amplify that so that self-love, self-knowledge becomes the norm. For me, I want my boys to look at me and say, I believe in self-love. I believe in self-discovery because my mom did it for her. And because that's just how it is, I know that I'm willing to do that for myself. Being the cause of that ripple effect means everything to me. And it's interesting because I stepped into this space. I had been in the entrepreneurial world for already about three years when I officially launched my soul's work within life and business coaching. And I stumbled into that by way of network marketing. And I'm so grateful because the very, very short version of the story is when I was in my mid twenties, I went through a really dark time. Um, Self-loathing, negative self-talk. These were all not just common occurrences, but constant occurrences. I was tearing myself down. I was exercising to punish myself. I was eating very, very few calories and I was miserable. I was climbing the chain, doing the work that I always thought that I should do. I loved the external validation. And I know that we're going to hop into like the masculine energy and feminine energy. And I was really, really, really good at wearing my masculine energy hat and doing doing all the things and grinding and pushing. And, um, and then in my mid twenties, like I said, I went through this dark time. I could not get pregnant naturally. And that's really, really difficult when you're already in the state of self-loathing and wanting to control everything. Um, fast forward, I did get pregnant with my first son. And after I had him, about nine months after I had him, I started back down that path of the negative self-talk and, oh, I just wish the scale would say this and I wish I could fit into my clothes. And my husband looked at me and said, don't you do it. Don't go back down that path again. And I realized in that moment, like that's honestly, Andrea, where, like, where my, my desire to cause a positive ripple effect 
really happened because I recognized in that moment that not only was my self-loathing toxic for me, but it had been wearing on him. And there is no freaking way I was going to raise children in a world where their mother hated them herself. So I, I found um, inspirational people that I followed online, joined a network marketing business that I loved so much, recognized that, oh my gosh, like I'm doing this for me and my body and I can help other women with this too. And I did, I grew that, um, love my team so much. I'm still affiliated with the company. But at the beginning of 2017, like that's when it really, really, like that stirring within me was like, okay, like, you're getting there, but you're not quite there yet. And there's work to be done. And I really wanted to understand what I aligned with spiritually. And that was the mask of it because underneath it was like, oh, if I want to really step into what I align with spiritually, I need to step into who I am, what I believe, what I feel connected to, which meant that I needed to get to know myself on it a deeper level than I ever had before. So it was a a whole slew of baby steps being strung together and tapping into my intuition, which I had always dulled and minimized. And it led me to this business. It led me to now living this life that I truly am so grateful for on so many different levels. So that's kind of like the nutshell. I mean, we, that story took about seven years to do. So I think I just wrapped that up in less than seven minutes and that's pretty good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. And thanks for sharing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I can totally see myself in a lot of your story as well. And just as you were talking about, you know, becoming a mom. And I think that that can be such a pivotal moment in a woman's yes. life, like yes. becoming a mom. Cause like I totally transformed after having my son. Cause I was also like masculine. I need to keep going. And like, I had a nanny, because I was like, no, I just need to like keep pushing this business and do all the things and work at, you know, a million hours a week. And, um, like, I'm like, why, why was I doing that? Like I did not get to spend as much time with my son looking back when he was little, because I was like trying to do all the things when I didn't need to do that. But you know, we don't learn until hindsight where we're like, so how can you help people maybe overcome some of that where they maybe are in that stage and they're like, oh my goodness, like they're telling my story. Like what steps can they yeah. take? Oh my gosh. Well, I first of all, I'm just holding so much space for you and I'm holding so much space for the listeners because it's not an easy transition. It's not like one day I was like, oh, okay, that's sucked. Like yeah. everything's changing now, right? Like it's it's truly sitting with yourself and asking yourself, here it is. Like this is the question that you can ask yourself. This is what's going to start all of the chain reaction of you developing the life that you're looking to live. And it's, what do you want? Not, and like really giving yourself the space to honestly answer that because like, yeah, we can do the flipping. Like, what do you want? Well, I want this. I want that. But like, no, I'm talking like the deep, like, what is it that you truly want to do, to see, to be? What do you want? Because we run around with all of these expectations that others have placed on our us, that we've placed on ourselves, and we fall into the, well, I should do this, or I need to do this, or I have to do this. But no, like, what is it that you want to do? And and I'll share with you, like, even even up until recently, I felt like I had been doing a pretty good job. And then I, like, hit, like, another, I, I call them, um, I get, uh, uh, what do I call it? Spiritual stop signs to the forehead. Like, when you just, like, get slammed with something, it's like, oh, wait, all right, now I got to deal with this. And I try to avoid those now. I try to do, like, the deeper work to avoid, like, actually getting like the universe throwing the stop sign in my face. But recently I had felt like I had been doing the work, but then I had this massive shift within me that invited me into stepping into the power that I truly wanted to exude in a deeper way. So in terms of steps, the first question is, what do you want? The second question is, how can you create that? And the third question is, how can you create it so that it's fun? How would that be? Mm, I love it. Whole different world because I know when I was functioning in the, I have to do this, I've got to do this, I've got X, Y, and Z, and there's not enough time. Like I was not having fun. And for me personally, and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this. I imagine that somebody can, but I know when I'm out of alignment, when I pull serious. 
So if I'm feeling like everything is serious, when I feel like I'm getting in serious mode, when everything just feels heavy and hard and I haven't laughed, that is like, actually, now I look at it as a blessing. Like the universe is like, oh, girlfriend, hey, remember you're supposed to celebrate and you're supposed to laugh and you can create that. And you being serious is actually not only making things harder to celebrate, but it is keeping you stuck in this spot. So let's celebrate so that we can feel better, but also let's celebrate because there's plenty to celebrate. Yes. Oh, and I, um, like on that note, I'm kind of the same with like the serious things. I'm like, okay, I'm like in high school, I was voted class clown. Like I just have a goofy side to me, but sometimes like even yeah. in the spiritual realm where you're like, I need to be like so serious and this is yeah. how it is. But I'm like, that's just not naturally like myself. Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, I have to like be okay. Like letting that side of myself out and being like, but I can still be on a spiritual path. Right. And have fun. Yeah. And I, sometimes like we get crossed and like whatever path you're down, I think we get these like things in our head where like, it needs to look this way, but really yeah. we're not being true to ourselves then. No, exactly. And for me, my, um, my state of alignment is joy. Like, and truly, like, if we want to talk about like bringing in abundance and creating an abundant life, like abundance comes from that high vibe feeling of joy. And the quickest way for me to get into joy is to celebrate. So like what, cause honestly, like what the heck is the point of any of the work, the internal work or the external work, if it's not freaking fun, like yeah. it's just, it's so, it's so important that we recognize like, we're not going to create the lives that we want out. We're not going to create the, that abundance out of steps that are riddled with lack. Yes. Oh, so let's have fun. Like let's celebrate. I love it. Um, I love that. And then, um, I do want to circle back to your very first question, asking people what they want, because with that I have found, and I don't know if you found this too, but sometimes that can be the hardest question. Cause when you ask people, they don't always know, and then they feel bad. And then sometimes they just get stuck there. Do you ever come across that or have any like just tools for people to be like, here, here's, you know, step one, maybe this is how you can start to connect more with yourself to know that answer. Yes. Okay. First of all, I've got a really cool analogy and I actually just did a podcast episode on this, um, on my own podcast. And so I live in Maine and in January in Maine, it's freaking cold. <laughs> and most of us Minnesota want nothing, <laughs> want nothing more than for us than to be like in the sun somewhere. So like, when you're in Maine in January, you want Florida. <laughs> like yes. you want the sun. But here's the thing. Your car needs to, is the thing that's going to get you there, right? So like the car is that celebration. The car is the joy. Now, if your car is buried in the snow <laughs> because it's Maine in January, if your car has three feet of snow all around it, it's stuck right? Like it's just there and it's not going anywhere. Even if you go and sit in it and turn the engine on, you are still not going anywhere. Now you can sit there and you can wait for the sun, the warm sun to arrive in Maine. You will be stuck. You will continue to be stuck for a very long time because you're looking at the stuck, right? You're sitting there in the stuck. It's not going to come until June, <laughs> but what can you do? You can move the snow, right? Yeah. So if you're feeling stuck, then what's it going to take for you to move the snow? You've got to grab the shovel. Now that doesn't mean that you're going to do one swoop of the shovel and get all the snow at once. You will hurt your back doing that, right? Just like we cannot, if we're feeling stuck within our lives, our businesses, um, our self growth, then it's, we got to grab the shovel, but we can't expect to get all the snow out of the way at the very same time. So maybe we take the first layer off. Maybe there are other people in the car with us that want to go to Florida too, who can also grab a shovel, right? Like asking other people for help and then receiving the help from them. That's huge, huge, huge. But the fact is if we want to get our car out of the snow so that we can get down to sunny Florida in January, 
then we need to grab the shovel and start moving the snow. So for us internally, we get to, and I'm not saying we need to in terms of like, we have to do it, right? Like that, like very like boom, 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 boom. It's like, no, but like, let's, let's be honest. Like we get to move the snow so that we can unstuck the car so we can get to Florida. So what does grabbing your shovel look like for you? Is it doing a dance party? Like when you're feeling, when you're just sitting there and like the uck, like, um, Andrea, like you and I have um, the same business mentor, like I, and she and I call it the cloak of all, like if you're just wearing the cloak of all right now, then like, what can we do to shake that off? What shovel do you need? Do you need to have a dance party when you're just to like get your physical energy moving? Do you need to grab the journal and start with just simple questions? Why do I feel stuck right now? What story is this perpetuating for me? How do I want to feel? How do I look forward to feeling? For some people, it's having a conversation with somebody. Maybe you feel stuck because you need to have a conversation with somebody to help you solve something. There are so many different things, but it's up to us. We get to create that celebration. We get to move the snow and we get to do it in a way that feels aligned with us. Like give me my running sneakers all day, every day, and let me go out for a run. Like that is a very quick ticket for me to get back into that state of joy. For other people, it may be painting. For other people, it may be, um, you know, going and sitting in a coffee shop and just really sinking into a delicious um, cup of coffee and reading a book and just taking a little time. But it's created out of, again, asking what you want and giving that to yourself in the moment because it's going to feel different for all of us, but we've got to grab the shovel and we've got to grab the shovel that feels right for us for the current situation that we're in. Does that all make sense? <laughs> oh yeah. No, I love it. And I mean, having like the tangible items in there too, I think people are like, okay, yeah, I get, I get the analogy and I see the tools. It all, I mean, to me, it all makes sense. And those are some of the things that I always tell people too, is, you know, it, it's hard. I mean, sometimes that's the hardest work and it might bring you to your knees. You might be crying and yeah. that's the stuff that you go through. But then on the other side, you're like, oh my gosh, this is what, this is what it's for. Yes. And I, my goodness, like, I hope you cry. Yeah. I hope you feel it because when you get to the other side of it, first of all, crying and releasing in your own way is such a beautiful gift and we feel shamed by it. We feel like we have to be strong and brave, but like sisters, like let it flow first of all. And second of all, I, in A Course in Miracles, and I'm, I'm not going to get it exactly correctly, but in A Course in Miracles, it says something along the lines of happy people are okay with being unhappy because they know what it feels like to be in that state and they, they want to. They'll choose to get back there as quickly as possible. And here's the spoiler alert. We all have the capacity to be happy people if we're aligned with what we want to do. Mm, yes. Oh, yes. That's so, I mean, that's such good advice. And I want to talk, um, you know, kind of al along with that alignment and maybe even just switching gears as you've kind of done, I guess, probably the last year or so yeah. you've been studying with more of like the feminine energy and the goddess energy and, um, you know, having that alignment all of a sudden you maybe, I don't know, can you walk us through where you were like, this doesn't feel aligned anymore. How did you kind of stumble into this? I guess. Oh my gosh. Thank you for asking this question. I'm so excited to talk about this. So, oh my goodness. So I love every version of myself because she has literally brought me to where I am right now. Um, I was raised in a time that I am so grateful for. I was raised in a time where girls were suddenly, it was just, it was... I, it was out there like, like this just in friends, like girls can do anything that boys can do. Right. Like that was like the time that we were raised in. This is when the, um, U S women's soccer team won the Olympics and Brandy Chastain ripped off her shirt after, um, scoring that goal. And we got the picture of her on sports illustrated in her sports bra. And this is the time that title nine started to give women equal rights in athletics within institutions. This is the time that Mia Hamm and Michael Jordan Jordan did that Gatorade commercial with every, anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, like yes. it was, it was, such a good, and I loved it. And so I love that programming so much. It still like fires up such a deep level of gratitude within me because like 
first of all, like, hi, it was time. <laughs> Don't you think it was time that we recognized like all of us, we are all capable. We are all worthy. We are all able to do anything that we want to do, but that's the difference. Now I know that I can do anything that I want to do. My programming based on the time that I was raised is that I could do anything that a boy could do. And that I didn't need a boy or a man to do the things. I could do the things. I was worthy. I was capable. And I could freaking get it done. Now, what that did for me personally and what I've seen with a lot of my clients and just a lot of soul sisters in this world is that it really trained me to, if hey, if I can do anything a boy can do, that I need to assume and be utilizing more of my masculine energy. Because we have been living in a very patriarchal society for quite a while now, like decades and centuries. And in order to, to make a difference, in order to stand out in that world, I needed to function with like all cylinders blazing with my masculine energy. Now we've all got divine feminine and masculine within us. We all have the capacity to, to pull to the wounded feminine and wounded masculine within us. So my programming had been, and of course, it's all based on my perceptions because this is how I saw life. And that's where we all get to give ourselves like a huge break because life is just based off the way that we perceive it to be. And so we get to change that, but oftentimes it requires that deep work. So for me, I functioned in this go, 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 force, 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 grind, grind, grind mentality pretty much my my whole life. And guess what? I was freaking good at it. Like I was really good. I was the top of my class within high school and I did extremely well in college. I was an all-star athlete all up through college. Um, getting external praise meant the world to me. Now I'm also a words of affirmation person. So that gets to be a little complicated too when I love, I love words, but I based my value on the praise that I would get for doing the thing. And often it included hustling and grinding and going. And this, and I will share with you too, that this even took place, like I carried this with me up through doing my work within network marketing, which can be a place where it's like, okay, do this every single day, lock yourself in a closet, get it done, achieve these ranks, do these things. And still, again, very masculine centered, very like structured. But for me, what it was doing, and I didn't know it until the beginning of this year, 2018, was it was just pulling me further and further away from my divine feminine, away from that place within me that wanted space, that wanted to create, that wanted to do it differently. So now I'm like, I'm just honoring that, that version of me, which is like me up until like eight seconds ago. <laughs> and now I'm so grateful because I recognize that fairy princess Jillian, who is with me in me, who is strong and she's beautiful and she is powerful and she wants space and she wants to be creative and she wants to laugh. She has been subdued by that very, um, masculinized, like go, go, goer version of myself. And now she's so grateful because she's, I've really taken time to bring her out and honor the fact that I don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. and stay up till 1 a.m. grinding out the work and getting it done because I feel like I should do that. Like, I want to trust myself. I want to create my work out of my soul. And I want to give myself the honor and space to create that by, oh, I don't know, resting or playing or tapping in and asking how I'm feeling throughout the process. So again, another long story. Thanks for letting me just ramble today, Andrea. Like, this no, is I like, love it. And I'm like, well, hopefully it's helpful. The same as mine. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. We knew it though. We, we knew that there was a deep so connection between fun. you and I. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I can relate to like all of the things that you just said. Cause I, I mean, I am pretty much the same boat as you. And I, at January of 2018, I was like, okay, my goal is to bring in more Kapha into my life since I study Ayurveda and Kapha is more the, like the feminine, or it can be more feminine, more flowy, like the mother earth energy, just the chill, the grounded person. Cause I tend to be more Pitta, which is like what you're describing the go, the to-do list. Let's just get everything done. And so I'm like, oh gosh, I, I also have been on this journey pretty much since the start of the year, trying to bring that in. And I, 
you know, one of the ways that I have found doing that is just kind of reading and learning how to do it. Cause I think sometimes that, you know, people kind of get lost in like, well, how do I bring in some of this, you know, maybe more feminine energy. So what are some ways that you kind of are bringing in in this year? Oh my gosh, such a good question. And I'm, I am I would love for you to share too what you've been doing too. Um, but for me, it, it started, it's, for me, it started truly with like tapping in and learning. Like I have been like, I'm an ever learner anyway. Like I just love learning all the things, but I've been super particular on wanting to learn more about um, goddesses and the, the, go- the inner goddess and divine feminine. But I've been super called to really understanding different goddess archetypes. And, um, I mean, you saw, I think on my Insta stories at one point that I was reading the evolution of goddess. And I think that's when we like fell in love (laughs) and you're like, Oh my gosh. And so that book was just so powerful for me and I highly recommend it. And then, you know, getting to know more about the moon cycle in particular has been hugely powerful for me. Another um, piece of my story is that I mentioned before briefly that I couldn't get pregnant naturally. Well, that's because I wasn't getting a period. I never, I never had a, um, a constant period or a um, consistent period when I was a teenager. And then I went on birth control, which gave me that period, but it was synthetic because of all the hormones and the pills. And then I went off birth control and my husband and I were not, not trying, right? Like, we were like not exactly, we're, we weren't trying to have a baby, but we weren't going to say no if it happened. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get my period back. Um, and so literally, and this is another whole story in itself. I'm not going to go all the way into it. But this year in August of 2018, I got by way of a lot of internal work, of a lot of physical work, I got my first natural period in oh my gosh, 14 years and my first period at all in seven years. And so what, um, but that came by way of me doing, like I said, I went to physical therapy. I went to see a naturopath. Like there's been a lot of like actual physical work, but tapping into the moon cycle and the energies that align there um, and learning how different goddesses play a role in that, calling in the goddesses, like literally like speaking to these goddesses that I believe are like my my soul posse all around me now, um, using oils, using crystals. Um, and actually for me using different seeds at different times of the month, that's in alignment from with when it's, we're going from the new moon to the full moon and then the full moon back to the new moon. Like all of these things have just been so freaking cool to learn about. And like we function in the society that's like, here, take this pill or here, take this band aid and put this on here. But nobody wants to spend any time like getting to the root of what's going on. And that's what I've been fascinated with. Like, what is the root of my divine femininity? Like, what is that? What does she even look like? And how can I call her in more? And for me, the answer was learning about her, learning about what, what, what divine femininity even was and how does that differ from divine masculine? And then how do the two work hand in hand? It's just so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. And then how long did it take of you like actively trying to regain your period? Like how many months or years was that? Um, well, I, so I, let's see, my youngest baby, I still call him a baby. He's two and a half years old. Um, I nursed him. I know I nursed him until he was a year old. And so, I mean, some women get their period while they're nursing. Many don't. Um, and so I never really was going to put any stock into it until after I was done nursing him. And then this is through 2017, in 2017, I was kind of just starting to crack my heart open to everything. And it was literally January of 2018 where I looked at my myself and I was like, oh my gosh, I have felt broken my entire life. And I had never recognized it as such, but it, it occurred to me like, I literally have felt like there is something wrong with me. I have felt like I am not fully woman because I don't get this. And I've tried to hide it. And I've tried to say, oh, it's more convenient that I don't get a period or, oh, that's just me. I just don't get one. But then I finally asked myself the question, why? Why don't I get a period? Like, why? I'm a woman. Like, why? Why? There is something imbalanced in me. I'm not broken. There's just something that's not balanced within me. Um, and so it was that 
that realization in January or February of 2018. And then it was August that I got my period. And I'll share with you, I have not had a second one since, and it's been more than like the 28 day cycle since then. Um, but I'm on the path and I now have a deeper level of trust. Like I freaking got a period, you guys, like that's huge. Um, and so now I'm just like, Oh cool. Like what's going to happen next? Like when's it going to come back? And what else do I get to uncover and peel back to create that? And how can I do it in a way that I'm honoring my femininity throughout all of this. Mm. I think that's so important to share with people because I think sometimes when we, you know, we expect quick results. And so that you were like, you stuck with it for so many months. Because I think sometimes what happens is people kind of just throw in the towel prematurely and they're like, oh, it doesn't work. When sometimes like this takes years to get back on track. Because as you said, you hadn't had one for 14 years. So it's going to take a while. And that's where I think sometimes that, you know, that timeline gets lost on people because we are just so used to the instant gratification. And that's one of the things with Ayurveda. I'm like, always like, oh, it it takes time to reset the body and to work with some of the stuff that's going on. And a lot of the times it's deep emotional stuff that we have to unbury too. And like, I just love that you shared that just to like, just show people like it is possible. You just have to have some patience and just keep working at it. Yeah, well, and that's exactly it. You said a lot of the time it's that deep emotional stuff that's been buried in there too. And here's the thing. Like we, yes, we live in a society where we want instant gratification, but I will tell you right now, if I had got my period in March, right? Like I started focusing on this in January or February. If that had arrived in March, I would have missed out on so much that I've uncovered for myself this year. I got to really look at my relationship and the charge that I give to food, to drinks to why I enjoy some things, but then tend to go overboard with them because I actually end up punishing myself with them. And it's like, that's some deep work. And that's not stuff that's just going to like pop up for you. And like one day you're going to have a realization about it. Like, no, I needed to have that space of healing and of, of, uh, you know, quote unquote, nothing happening <laughs> so that I could actually like reel back and say, Oh wait, but this was the time that I was meant to find out this about myself. And it's so powerful to finally look at it in that way. Like I literally found freedom in the way that I was functioning with, um, one particular food for me. And I, I, it would have never come. I would have just continued on in this very, um, you know, surface level spiral that I was in. But because I was in this time period of healing and because I was in this time period of nothing happening, quote unquote, I was able to give myself the grace and the space to dive into that thing so that it didn't make me feel like I was a prisoner anymore. And I could actually look at it for what it was and say, oh, because I've given it this charge and I want to utilize this thing to, to relax, but then I don't feel like I can relax. Well, why don't I feel like I can relax? I don't feel like I'm worthy of relaxing. And if I relax, then I have to rest. I have to put down the sword to myself, AKA I need to start, stop functioning in the masculine and go into feminine, but I was scared. Like, do you see how I just did like that triple effect or the trickle effect of like asking this question and then asking this question. So yeah, like we we get angry when things don't happen for us right away, but then we don't honor the blessings that happen in in the meantime. Like we we want the before and afters and we forget about the middle and that's where everything actually happens. Yes, that's the learning experience. That's like yeah. all the divine timing. It was perfectly meant to happen when it was because you've learned some lessons along the way. Yeah. And then again, maybe you're like, okay, I guess this is more lessons I'm supposed to learn before I get it again. You know, yeah. all of those things like, that's where I'm like, it's just stuff that's teaching us, you know, small little, you know, little nuggets. And that's, you know, I mean, appreciating that journey because that's where you can really grow and really, you know, dive into yourself. So if someone's thinking, okay, back to that first question, how do I know myself? Like these are little ways along the journey that maybe you're missing because we're so trying to force something or we think it should look a certain way when really life is like, I'm giving you the lessons. You just got to pay attention. Exactly. Exactly. Or when you feel like there's like nothing that you want that that's being given to you right then, it's like, oh, wait, you're literally not supposed to be doing much right now besides sitting and receiving. 
and just like preparing and being ready for the next lesson or the next opportunity. We think that we need to function in this go mentality all the time. And sometimes the universe is like, "Mm, I'm just going to hold on to this for a little bit longer so that you can learn to sit and relax. Mm. Yes. Um, I want to dive into quick, just in case people are like, okay, when they're talking about feminine energy, because I know this was totally me before I started like really diving into it, but they're like, they might be thinking, okay, does that mean like, um, you know, wearing more dresses and just, you know, flowing more, like, you know, wear my hair down, put on lipstick. Cause I, that was like what I was thinking, um, before I kind of dove into it. So what can you break that down for people who are like, okay, how do I bring that into my life? Is that what I need to do? Oh, it's such a good question. And for me, it was, it wasn't so much about like what I was doing or what I was wearing. Although now I tap into the, what do I want to wear? What's going to make me, what do I want to feel today? And what's going to support me in feeling that? Um, For me at the beginning, it was recognizing that I was exhausted and I was, but I was exhausted because it was coming from this place of depletion because I couldn't function on that go, 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 do all the things level anymore. And it was the recognition that I was missing something, that I was missing a little bit of that opportunity to create and to be. Um, in ter- I, I like to think about it in terms of the moon. So when we're going from the new moon, which is when we can't see it at all, to the full moon, that's the rise. Like that is when we are, according to, if, you're, if you subscribe to the energies of it, we are in that doing process. Like at the new moon, we're planting the seeds and we are getting ready. We are gearing up and we are going for it. We are acting. This is the um, wane, or no, this is the waxing time period. This is when like we're, we're doing it. And then the full moon comes and this is where we reap the benefits. This is the harvest, right? And then after harvest, what happens? Well, it's a time to to go back inward, to get to that place of centeredness, to give ourselves time to rest after all the work that we've done. So this is the waning time period. This is the being time period. From new moon to full moon, it's the doing. From full moon to new moon, it's the being. And I recognize that I have been functioning in a doing mentality for forever. And I had never given myself any opportunity to simply be and to give myself time to ask myself the questions, what do I want? What could I truly use right now? How can I be more creative? Um, And so that's, I, I think I recognized that, oh, it's that we need that do, we need to create, right? But like, when we create out of this space where we've come from like the rest, we feel so much more rejuvenated. And my feeling of of depletion was letting me know that I'd never given myself a chance to feel rejuvenated. So it was tapping more into the flow, tapping more into being softer, not weaker, but softer so that I could sit with myself and get to know myself better. Uh, Andrea, I'm interested about you. Like how, how did that come up for you and how would you describe it? Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you said that because I'm actually going to uh, do a solo show all about the lunar cycle and yeah. just the connection. Because for me, that was that was probably a very pivotal moment for me. Um, this past year, I, was, I went to Sarah Jenks, um, Wise Woman of Winter Retreat, and she taught us all about um, the lunar cycle and our cycles. And I'm like, wow, yeah. like I had no idea. Like I, nobody, nobody teaches you this. And so for yeah. me, learning about it for the first time, that was where I was like, oh my gosh, I... Okay. Like a, you're kind of like, do I believe this? Do I not? And then they're like, okay, let's just sit with it and let's just see. So I got like a moon journal and I've been moon journaling, um, since February and just really, you know, connecting. And, um, so typically you're supposed to bleed on the new moon. Some people bleed on the full moon. If you're like back in the ancient times, if you were like the seer or the wise woman. So I always bleed on Mm -hmm. the full moon. So I'm flipped. And for me, I always find so is my, you know, when you're supposed to be going inward versus outward, I am completely flipped because I'm more aligned with my, my own menstrual cycle than the lunar cycle in that way. I would have never known so this, cool. you know, like I would have just tried to force, right. but it's all of those things where I'm like, okay, now it's so, it's so making sense. Like I always have a week where I am like, don't make any rash decisions because I, everything is just horrible. It's like, you know, like we just have that week. Um, you know, usually once a month we have that week yeah. where we're just kind of yeah. like, ugh. And paying attention to it because I never paid attention to it before. So like once I really started to connect more with my, with my cycle and with the moon, 
Like for me, that really flipped. And then my favorite book is Women Who Run With the Wolves. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. And I've given it away as gifts. I've had um, friends are like, okay, you keep talking about this. I need to go out and get it. And I'm like, yes, it's just, it's such a game changer for women. I think those two things have been really pivotal for me to discover, you know, connecting more with myself and just kind of reading about, okay, where have we came, you know, where have we come from as women and how do I want to um, maneuver this myself? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's so powerful. Well, and yay for you for like really tapping into that for yourself. And it's interesting. I will say this, and this just goes to show you like the super surface level that I was functioning on before this, you talked about, you know, like you could have just forced through and like that, that one time of the month, like it just was there, right? Like you didn't have to make any connections between where that fell with the moon and how your energy was feeling and all these things. But here's the thing (laughs) I, so within, um, and I don't know how many of your, your listeners are within network marketing, but there are so many beautiful, amazing things about it. And I'm so grateful for it. it literally, it was launching pad into doing my soul's work. Um, and there was, there was this one, um, this one goal for mine that you tried to hit every month. And so I had placed a goal on myself that I wanted to have it done by the 10th of every month because hi, again, overachiever, going to do all the things, going to do it quickly, going to do it right now. Right. And so I, if I didn't hit that goal by the 10th, oh, heaven help you if you stepped in my way. I was just a, like a, I was nasty human. I was just so stressed and so angry and like would feel like I was just not good enough and all the things. And again, this is the beginning. This is before the beginning of like my heart cracking wide open. Um, but now, and I literally, I thought that this time period was because I hadn't hit the business goal right? And now I'm actually recognizing like, oh wait, that time period, even though I wasn't bleeding, I wasn't getting the actual period, my body was still cycling. And that tended to be the time of the month where we get a little bit angrier, we get a little bit snippier, but I didn't care to even go there with myself. One, because I didn't have the evidential proof that I even had a cycle and I wasn't willing to, and I wasn't open to seeing all the different cyclical things that happen within our menstrual cycle that don't involve the actual period itself. And two, I was just in the mode of, all right, it's time to work. Put the baby down for a nap, go downstairs, put your head down, knock out as much as you can before he wakes up and then go up and get him and be mom. And oh wait, probably have your cell phone on you most of the time and check all the things because like you got to get this stuff done. So it's just so fascinating that now I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I was a lunatic about <laughs> about the uh, the goal, but actually my body was asking me, begging for me to just relax and like give my myself some space and maybe not for so much during this time of the month, but because I just wasn't even tuned into that at all, I only witnessed it as, well, you suck. You didn't hit your business goal yet. Mm. Yes. Isn't uh, that interesting? I mean, it's, I feel like so many of us, I mean, I bet people are like nodding their heads like, oh my gosh, that totally have done that or been there. And, um, you know, maybe are still in it and they're like, oh man, I didn't realize that I've been ignoring some of this. And I know, I think that quite a few of us go through it, but we don't always talk about it. And um, one of the ways that I felt um, kind of almost like ashamed to like even switch directions is because I think we get in our heads that like, we should only be this way. And this is how we need to be for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. Like what, when we graduate to college, that's it. We are going to forever be um, personal trainer, teacher, lawyer, whatever. And we just don't let ourselves be open to evolving and be open to changing. And I, that's where I'm like, I just want to give permission if someone's listening, like they feel stuck and they're like, well, I can't get out of this, but you can, like, we are just, we're meant to evolve. We're meant to, you know, uncover and learn new things about ourselves and just go with the flow. I mean, just like the lunar cycle changes, we're always changing. So just paying attention to that and just permission. It's, um, you don't need permission, but I feel like sometimes we do like to have that yes permission. So to be you fully. And permission for it to be freaking fun and for it to be exciting and for it to be full of celebration because even if it feels really hard right now, we get to celebrate the fact that we're moving through stuff. We're uncovering stuff within us. It's so beautiful. I had a client in one of my groups um, a couple days ago come and she did this beautiful live video and she was crying and she was like, I don't know why I'm crying. And I just feel like I'm starting to really like 
recognize what I want and I, and it goes against everything I've ever known. And I was like, you're doing it. You're like, it's happening. And that's part of it sometimes. And like those feelings feel really, really heavy at first. But as we recognize, like we get to do that and experience that in order to get closer to who we truly are, then it's worth it. And in time, you're going to look back and be like, oh, geez, I was worried about that. Like, okay, awesome. But I feel so much better standing firmly in my truth now. Like, oh, it's just, oh, it's everything. It's everything. (laughs) Yes. And you know, you have an event. So at the time we're recording this, we're like going to be in between. So we, your event hasn't happened yet, but by the time it airs, it will have. So you have an event, True You Live. And I just want to, just a few questions about you know, what made you jump into doing this event and maybe just a little bit about the event? Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you. And so when you're listening to this, you guys, I will just be in full on gratitude state. Um, because it will have come. And now I share with you, I'm in full on gratitude state because I know it's coming, right? Like it gets to be the and both with that. Um, True You Live is a live event that is going to be a combination of inspiration, meditation, dance parties, a champagne social hour at the end. Like we're just going to be going there. The The goal of the event is to invite women into this space where they can have the freedom to feel the feels and uncover who it is they truly are. Um, I wanted to create this because A, one of my superpowers is literally giving people the space, whether it's my home, whether it's virtually, whether it is on a stage in the middle of Portland, Maine. Um, One of my superpowers is giving people the space to feel their feels and to feel empowered to transform into their truth. Um, One of my big things is participating in the transformation. I don't want to ever be that person ever again, looking back on December 31st at the whole year and being like, wow, I can't believe how much has changed. Like, no, I want to be in it. I want to be fully present with all that I'm experiencing throughout the entire trip, throughout the entire journey. So this space is going to be so sacred, so exciting. And truly, I wanted to give it to people so that, because I could have used it. Like to be perfectly honest, I could have used this event two years ago when I was, when I got that first stop sign to the forehead saying, no, 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 we need to go deeper with all of this. Um, And this is going to be the type of event, like I've got incredible speakers that are going to be speaking at it, but all of them have been specifically chosen because they've helped me along my journey in different capacities and they have witnessed my transformation. And I know for certain that they support my vision. They see it and they want to give this opportunity of discovering who it is you truly are to all of the women who will be at this event. Um, It's going to be so powerful. And and to be perfectly honest, I know that this gets to be the first step with so many women because I'm going to be inviting people to join me, to allow me to guide them throughout furthering their transformation. I'm going to be inviting women to join my mastermind. I'm going to be saying, I'm going to give you this day. And this day is going to be so shifting, but you're not just going to feel inspired. You're going to have tangible takeaways that you get to apply. And if you're feeling called, I want to continue to support you. Because for me, like having those, those blips in time, those moments is so pivotal, but it's also, it's also often like, the day after where you come up with like the residual questions or that, that doubt of like, okay, can I really do this sets in? And I wanted this to be the first, the first deep opportunity for them to witness how freaking amazing they are and then give them the opportunity to continue to be guided, to bring to fruition, whatever it is they want to bring themselves out within their light, within their relationships, within their businesses. Um, Many of the women who work with me, they really start with wanting that life coach, wanting that soul support. And then as we start to uncover things, they want to build businesses too. That's, that was my journey and that's what they want as well. And it's just so cool because this gets to be so pivotal and so moving for women. And I'm just so freaking excited about it. Oh my God. Gosh. Yay. I'm excited. I cannot wait to, you know, just kind of watch you 
unfold and oh I cannot wait to hear about it and I'll be watching on Instagram as it goes on I'm like I wish I was closer I know thank you thank you uh so people are like where can I connect with Jillian where can they find you at Oh my gosh. Well, I freaking love Insta stories. So you can just come hang out with me on Instagram at Jillian Bolands and make sure to watch the Insta stories because I like to be super engaging. And like, you see it all. You see the business celebration. This morning, I actually um, went on and talked from my laundry room and with like wet hair all over my head and talked about how my kids could do there, there was no way they could do anything to get along this morning. So I share like <laughs> their like awesome highlights. And then I share when I'm about to pull my hair out because like momming is hard. Yes. Um, so that's fine. But then also if you want to talk with me deeper, if you want to like kind of go there and have a breakthrough session, you can go to jillianbolands.com. And, um, and if you want to connect specifically with me, you can just do jillianbolands.com forward slash contact and we can hop on the phone. Perfect. So I always like to finish with one final question and I forgot to warn you. So we have, um, (laughs) I always like to give the listeners a weekly challenge at, um, the end of our show. And so when I have on, I have you guys throw out a little weekly challenge to everyone. So what would you like? Oh, so good. Oh, holy moly. Okay. Your weekly challenge this week is to gratitude journal. So a big thing for me is being in gratitude because when we are living our life in gratitude, first of all, we are honoring a previous version of ourselves because if we are really freaking thankful for something right now happening, then we are actually honoring the previous version of ourselves that wanted so badly what we now have. So like kind of a nod to the you of the past, but then also gratitude lets you know that, oh my gosh, yeah, look at how far I've come and look at my dreams now. And I'm so excited to create those. It gives you that like true testament of like, oh, I know I can do that. Like I've got that. I've proven that I can. And it's been fun. So my, my invitation to you is to write down every single day, three different things you are grateful for right this moment. And also why Sean Aker of, um, the happiness advantage. I I saw him spoke once and he talked about how saying what you're grateful for is awesome, but bringing in an extra element of why you're grateful for it actually helps for the vibrational, um, frequency that it's on to go deeper because I could say I'm grateful for for my kids, but that's like a duh. Like, of course I'm grateful for my kids, but I'm grateful for my kids because Cameron makes me he just help, like helps me to think so deeply and he teaches me to reconnect with that inner child within me. And Andrew is just freaking funny and he makes me laugh. Like that adds a little bit more context to the gratitude and it just makes it more of an enjoyable experience for you to think about the gratitude. So your challenge is to pull out the, the journal and write down three different things that you're grateful for and why every single day this week. Mm, I love it. Yes. I love the the connection with the why. Cause I totally have done a gratitude journal in the past where you just write down the things and then you're like, and it just kind of becomes like you come numb to it almost. So you're like giving the why really like, okay, I got to think why and go specific, yeah. go deep. I love it. Oh, uh, thank you so much, Jillian. It's been such a pleasure. And I loved getting to dive deep into these topics with you. And thanks for sharing your heart with us. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This was so fun. And to your listeners, like I honor you wherever you are in your journey, just be in it. Mm, I love it. Thank you so much. And everyone go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.